Hello and welcome to another podcast. It is Coach Marky Manila here from ESL, BusinessEnglishExperts.com and Initial-Impact.com. I hope you're well wherever you are listening to me in the world and there are many of you from all over, so a warm welcome to the podcast. If you haven't heard me before, well, hopefully you're in for a treat. Today, I'm going to be discussing something a little bit different, but very important for all of us. So when it comes to public speaking, how do you feel about that? If I said tomorrow, you've got to give a big, big webinar to hundreds of people and you've got to do it in English. How would you feel? Would you feel excited, terrified or just indifferent? Okay, these are some nice words. And remember, make this into an active podcast session. Try to make notes of my words, then use them after the session to summarize what you've heard and then challenge yourself to pick one or two new phrases or expressions that you've heard me use and use it throughout the course of your day with your colleagues and your emails and messages or just to yourself. And remember to record yourself speaking out loud and watch yourself back. That's another top tip because you will do far better that way if you actively coach yourself, even if you can't afford a coaching session. So if you're not loving public speaking, then this is the podcast for you, right? Okay. So there is actually a proper word for this. It's called glossophobia, and it is the fear of public speaking. And often we say most of us don't like it, right? Um, I don't really mind it too much, but then again, I have had plenty of experience, and this is what I'm about to share with you. Practice kind of makes perfect. I'm not saying I don't get nervous. I do, okay? Every time I speak, you know, in a large group, a webinar, even in front of people on stage, it can be a problem. Um, I don't think you would you would be human, would you, if you didn't worry about it? But I often say that that fear and anxiety, as long as you don't let it overwhelm you, actually helps you power your speech and gives you a certain edge. That adrenaline gives you a nice, a nice feel for okay, this is what I'm gonna do and we're gonna make a good job of it. So use the adrenaline to your advantage and you'll be fine, but let it overwhelm you and you will be one of those people who kind of opens the mouth and nothing comes out. So let's talk about how we can get you past this. So if you're somebody who hates public speaking and you're terrified of it, and it's roughly about 75% of people worldwide apparently do have anxiety for this, okay? So you're not alone. We can work on ways in this session. And if you want to have a session with me, you can get that too. Just follow the link down below, okay, to help you get past it. All right. So, you know, you've probably heard some really unhelpful things from people in the past saying, oh, just imagine that the audience is just sat there in their underwear or, you know, give them funny cartoon faces or something. Right. OK, I'm sorry. It doesn't always help. Right. OK, it just confuses you and distracts you further thinking about people sat there looking like Mickey Mouse. Right. OK, so honestly and truly, public speaking is an essential skill everybody has. OK. And if you are going to be moving into business or you are wanting to do interviews or you need to pass an entrance exam and there is a personal interview, let's face it, if you're having to do anything in life, unless you want to go and be a monk living on top of a mountaintop, you need to have fluent, confident speaking skills. And this applies, I'm not just talking about for English now, even in your native language, all of these tips are going to help you. All right. Okay. So listen up. The good news is, like I just said earlier, it does get easier with practice, all right? Which is why you should consider practicing out loud every single day. And try, I honestly say, try to set yourself up with a YouTube channel. If you don't have YouTube, maybe from China, it's Billy Billy, okay? There are so many different places and platforms that you can use now. Experiment by putting up video of yourself. 
maybe do it as a private channel at first and just send your friends and family the link and ask them to watch you and give you feedback but little by little you will grow in your confidence and make it about something you're really passionate about who knows you might actually start a whole new grand career as a podcaster or vlogger right okay so make sure you do something that you find is fun and enjoyable and just have a practice at getting comfortable with being uncomfortable that's what life's about all right okay so really as i say practice does help it can certainly relieve some of it okay and when we talk about it in my sessions what we do we put you through a lot of practice okay so i have a master class if you want to try that out you can book some sessions with me and we can run you through the master class and basically you learn there's five public speaking skills that i put you through and exercises okay now let's just talk about it you need to learn public speaking because weddings conferences presentations there's always a time isn't there where you're going to have to need to do this and it's really important that you get your confidence up now the first thing is doing this helps build your confidence not just in your english skills but also your native skills as well all right many people are nervous when speaking in front of a group you know, I was watching somebody only the other day, and she's a fantastic person. But when she was in this group, she was just flying by, okay? So her nerves were really getting the better of her. So we're working on that for her, and we can do that for you too. And honestly, in the group sessions, if you join our group sessions, it's an opportunity to speak in a safe and comfortable environment, right? Um, because it is a safe space. When you join my academy and my group sessions as well, you are joining the Coach Martin Manila family, okay? Um, I consider you as a family member, and we all treat each other, you know, in a respectful way. It doesn't matter what nationality we are, what religions we hold, or none at all, what gender identity, I don't care. All I care about is you as lovely human beings all trying to achieve your potential. That's my passion in life. I wouldn't even say it's a job because to say that is a disservice to my students. What I do when I work with you, you are far more than, you're not a client for me. As I've just said, you're like a member of my family. And I treat you as such. I want to see you grow and flourish and do and achieve the very best that you can. That is my passion. So when I say, you know, well, what do I do as a career? When I say I'm a coach and I'm a life coach and I'm an immigration coach and I'm a business coach, but it's far more than that. That would be just a job. It's not a job, never a job. I love what I do and I love helping my students. So let me help you too. So really you're going to be in a safe space, a comfortable environment amongst friends and family here, and you're going to find it the most rewarding and satisfying thing you've ever, ever achieved, okay? Because when you find your voice, I don't care what language is your native language, when you find your voice, it just takes off. Okay, um, you can also use it to improve your intonation skills. It's really important for many of you to move away from your monotone or deadpan speaking. Deadpan is a nice word. It just means flat. Something's deadpan, flat. Okay, because um, certainly my Arabic speakers, my Korean speakers, my Chinese speakers, all right, um, have a tendency to be monotone because of your native language. So we have to move you away from that. Okay, and give you a chance to practice your intonation and your pitch and basically your pauses as well. You know, speaking isn't all just about keep going, going, going. It's about pausing as well. And if you're from Germany, hello, my German listeners and my French listeners, you know, we have to slow things down. We have to take away some of the sharpness in your sounds. 
And again, this is the place to do it in my Masterclasses for Public Speaking. Come and join the group sessions or have an individual session and we can give you the chance to practice all of this and more. So you have to work, if I was going to say on this, you have to build your confidence, okay, and work on your intonation. Okay? This is really going to help you with your public speaking, all right? Um, also, it does wonders for improving your fluency, okay? Because when you are on your own having to speak, you don't have anybody else to kind of like take over parts of the conversation for you or to rely on them, right? Okay, you have to rely on your own skills, your own memory, improvisation, and to deliver a compelling conversation. And it can be a challenge, but it's great fun as well. And like I can say, we see it as fun. All of my sessions are fun. They are never serious because quite frankly, life is far too short to be serious. And you learn faster from a neurolinguistic point of view, you learn exceptionally fast. When we have fun, the time flies by, you don't realize you've been learning and you make great progress in a very short space of time. Um, these classes are ideal for helping you prepare for real life scenarios too. So we run job interviews, meetings with foreign customers, um, citizenship tests, right? IELTS, everything you can think of, okay? If you're a parent listening to this, this applies to you too. I do teach students as young as, well, actually my youngest student, two years old, okay? Uh, both actually got two, both in China, and they have sessions with their parents because clearly they couldn't sit in a 30-minute session on their own, and it wouldn't be wise to do so. But they come and they sit on mum and dad's lap for a bit, and they have five, ten minutes, and they, they talk to me, and we do basic stuff, and I ask them questions, and they ask me stuff back, and then they toddle off again. Um, and so, you know, that works. And then also, yeah, slightly older, but younger students still, five years, six years, seven years. Think about it like this. If you want your youngster to really have that confidence, there is never a better time to start than now, okay? Um, many younger students um, are taking the TOEIC test, okay? Um, and obviously to get scholarships or, you know, admissions interviews at international universities or um, high schools or international schools. If you have a youngster who needs to use their English as a second language for this and you are concerned about their abilities, then you can get a session with me as well. Just message me in the details down below, all of the information's there, or hop over to eslbusinessenglishexperts.com and book a free 30-minute session, okay? And we can say hi that way and have a chat about what's going on for your youngster. So very happy to help you there too. Now, when we talk about what you need to do, um, try to warm up. If you're doing public speaking, the first thing you need to do before you go out there or get on the webcam is to warm up, right? It's not something that many of you think about, but all I say is I want to make sure that you're mentally and emotionally ready. And there's many, many ways you can do that. The first thing is just speak out loud to yourself before you have to do a big talk or presentation. Start doing it in English at least 30 minutes before you're meant to go out there and deliver this amazing performance. I've lost count of the amount of students who literally they are delivering a performance in English, but they don't start speaking English until they go out there on the stage or they get on that webcam. And of course, your brain hasn't switched across really from maybe being in Japanese or whatever it is, Chinese, um, you know, and you're going to stumble, you're going to fall over yourself. And it's only then after about 30 minutes in, you start to warm up. Well, if your whole presentation is only 30 minutes, that's the end of it, right? So you want to warm up for about 30 minutes before the actual live event, and then you'll do so much better, okay? Because you'll already be at the peak of your performance when you hit that stage or that start button, okay? And the other thing I'd recommend, watch TED Talks. Now, I know loads of people talk about 
head tips. It kind of sounds a bit boring, but it is a great way for you to see people giving professional, you know, quality presentations in English. And of course, it's filled with hundreds of different speakers. There's loads of different topics, so it's never going to get boring for you. And it does give you something to go at, right? Now, um, I have a bit of a thing that I do as well. I say, look, if you want to sound like a particular TED Talk speaker, send me the link, let's watch it together, and then let's get you sounding and matching their intonation and pattern. That's something that I do a lot, and it's kind of good fun trying to mimic the speakers, and even famous celebrities. If you can find a famous celebrity giving a decent speech, then we can do it there too. And you'll be surprised how close you can get in sounding like them. Um, I would often say you don't want to be them, um, but it's good fun to try and match other people's speech patterns because it gives you a better idea of the math mechanics and why and how they sound so great. And then you can use that to form your own voice and get clarity. And we do that in our special speech and masterclasses, okay? So you can get that information from my website, book yourself a session or a package of sessions, and we'll take you through that and have you sounding like, well, pretty much anybody you'd like. Um, the other thing is when you watch TED Talks, okay, um, what I would recommend that you do there is try to look at the presentation like a critic, okay? Um, write down what you like and what you don't about the presentation as you're watching it. And then once it's ended, try to um, write down those positive and negative aspects that you observe and talk about it. Try to speak out loud and record yourself speaking about it and then listen to yourself about what words you're using and are you able to summarize what you've, what you've seen. Okay, check it against the transcripts as well of what you've watched, okay, and see how accurate you are. It's a good practice for your listening skills, your observation skills, and also your presentation skills to try and then give a summary of what you've just watched. Also, let's talk about body language, right? Now, good public speaking isn't just about clever words, right, and speaking nicely and clearly. Your body is really important. In fact, it changes the way people respond to us. If you stood there all kind of hunched over and head in your hands and I don't know, maybe scratching your head all the time and looking really nervous and anxious, people are going to think that about you, okay? And this works also for interviews as well. Remember, your body language is very important. It's not just what you say, it's how you say it. And you say it also with your body, not just with your words. Trust me on this, okay? If you watch famous politicians or, you know, very impactful people, you'll see they use their hands in a certain way. You'll use certain gestures to point. And they often use this kind of weird thing. I don't know really what, but it's like a closed fist, but with usually a finger extended. And it's kind of like that, making a big point, right, and waving it around. Um, now, clearly, we've got to be careful with cultural differences as well, because in some cultures, it is rude to point. Um, so you've got to be aware of who your audience is as well. But ultimately, yeah, your body language is really important. So have a look, okay, um, at one of the TED Talks about the power of body language. There's loads of them, all right? And try to then mimic it, try to master the art of the body language being shown there. So if you have a session with me, you'll know we often do what I call the kind of superhero pose or the champion pose. And I have you try to deliver your speech sat down in front of the webcam. And then we do it again, but you stood up in a more victorious pose. And the difference is amazing because just that very action of moving your body triggers your brain chemistry to actually um, feel like it's won something really it's amazing it always is such a great session that we do that 
And what he does is it almost like biohacks your brain into thinking either you've just crossed the finish line, you've done something like winning an award that you might have done maybe 10 years ago again, because your brain is very clever and your imagination even smarter. And together we, we biohack that in a neurolinguistic programming way okay, to elicit the same response and the same feeling that you had when you had a success. And when we get you in that winner's pose and then you deliver your speech, you are far more powerful and convincing and you sound amazing. So I can show you that in a 30 minute session or you know, just get yourself down there and book that and we can do it, okay? Um, it's really important that you try and practice in front of a mirror or record yourself and check your body language and see, well, what does it say about you? Do you think you look positive? Do you think you look nervous? Are you kind of scratching? Are you tapping your feet backwards and forwards? Um, too much movement. So if you're standing up to do your presentations, too much movement is a bad thing. It shows total anxiety, all right? Mostly the anxiety will leak out through our feet, okay? So you'll find you're walking up and down, maybe pacing up and down. You don't want to do that. You want to move a little but not loads, okay? So quit the pacing and try to just focus on keeping it very steady and calm and, you know, take your time, all right? Now, obviously, as we said before, some gestures may seem polite to students can be offensive in other countries, so be aware of this. So, um, for example, a thumbs up sign can seem like universal for a good job, okay? But actually, in Australia, Greece, and the Middle East, it can be construed as an offensive insult, right? <laughs> all right. So we've got to be really careful about that, about what we do, um, you know, and sometimes if you're not sure, then just avoid it. Leave things like that out. If in doubt, leave it out, as I would say. OK, but have a think about what makes positive and negative body language. Look at it and, you know, watch your own and then watch your back and see what you think it says about you. Also, um, I'd say recite, recite famous speeches. Try to find some very famous speeches, such as the John F. Kennedy speech about wanting to go to the moon, right? Okay, and that's really important. You can use that. Try to give it the same oomph, okay, and the same sort of power behind it. Um, also, give presentations in small groups, as I've said. So if you can't do it yourself with groups of family or friends, then, or work colleagues maybe, then come and join one of my groups. You can do that, okay? And it's really important to do that and give each other feedback. Right. Um, also, try to do like a solo presentation on a PowerPoint, you know, prepare a PowerPoint about something you're doing at work. Um, and then you can pick an individual topic, create the PowerPoint and then try to present that either to your friends, family or even offer to do it for your boss at work. You could say, hey, could I do a presentation? I mean, really throw yourself into it and try to really push yourself out of your comfort zone because it's going to get you noticed. If you said to your boss, could I do a presentation? They'd be like, wow. Okay, that's pretty impressive. You must be keen, all right? And don't worry if it comes out wrong the first time. It's okay. You've got many other chances to get it right. The fact is you're trying, and that's what really matters. The other thing I'd say to you, change it up a little bit. I mean, get dramatic with what you're doing here. Um, I'd like you to try to copy some famous movie scenes, maybe. Um, something that you can have fun with, okay? And practice using your voice projection, your intonation, and improvising your dialogue so it sounds more natural and convincing, the good body language, all of it. We do this in the masterclass session. So if that sounds interesting for you, then come and come and join us in one of those sessions. You'll have great fun. And um, there's never a dull moment with that. And ultimately, just remember to try to relax and think, you know what? Everybody is here for a reason. 
when you're speaking to somebody, if you're doing a webinar or a seminar, or whatever, everyone's here for a particular purpose. So just think about what that purpose is. Okay, they're not there to come and see you. I know that might sound disappointing, but they're really not unless you are a celebrity, right? They're there because you are introducing something or you have information they want to hear, but they're not bothered about you specifically. So take the focus off yourself specifically. Think about the content of what you're delivering. That's really important because that is the main thing that people remember, not the speaker. Um, clearly, if you can deliver it in a really nice, funny, witty way, they will remember you and for the right reason. So that's great. But remember, they're not all staring at you thinking uh, stuff about you. They're more interested about, okay, what's going to come out of your mouth and is this going to fulfill the needs I, I have? And this is why I wanted to attend the webinar. So think about the content first and foremost. Everything else follows from there. I hope this has helped you feel a little less scared of public speaking. Remember, if you want to get a free 30-minute session with me, you can. I will show you an NLP anchoring technique that will help you to reduce your fear of public speaking and also a breathing technique that you can practice within five seconds with me and it makes you feel instantly calmer. So those two techniques will be available to you. Just book the session with me, drop me a message, and remember you get what you believe in. So believe you can do this, all right? It's all in your mind, your control, your power. You can make this a fantastic presentation. If you're going to go ahead and do a presentation very soon, I wish you the best of luck. And remember, keep going. I'll see you soon. And sorry to interrupt at the very end here. Just before I go, I would like to say a big thank you to all of you who listen to the podcast. Thank you for making it such a great show it is. I would like to also request something else. If you have found anything that I share with you here of help and benefit to you and would like to support my free podcast to continue remaining free for you, please do consider donating via the link below. You can find it, buy me a coffee, and it enables me to continue doing these podcasts and also supporting those of you who cannot afford high-level coaching. It really does make a difference, and thank you in advance. Stay safe and keep going.